guys, and you're back listening to Fences and Spinners. It's me, Alia. Me, Montana. And me, Dina. Blocker, blocker. Blocker, blocker, blocker. How's everyone been, please? Great. I had a week off work. It was lovely. The internet's very entertaining, you know. I've reactivated my Twitter account. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, the internet is wonderful. I'm getting all up in the chat. Mm-hmm. And I've just loved it. I've loved not having responsibility. It reminded me a bit of furlough, them good old days. <laughs> yeah, no, great week. Mm. Great, great week for me. I feel, like you would, I feel like you're a good person for Twitter. Like, yeah. good opinion, like, opinionated, things like that. Like, I feel like you'd be good on Twitter. Yeah. I used to be at on twitter before i used to chat really chat, chat, i chat. couldn't get I into mean, when it. i was young i just tweeted any, anything that was on my head really anything that was it. on my head i was like hey. i did yeah same any little thing can't believe my mom and dad just did that <laughs> literally that <laughs> mom and dad have got me waiting for dinner yeah for fuck's sake yeah I, like, I even feel like i've got in trouble before because my dad or someone followed me on twitter and they saw something i was cussing they were like i was saying that about me and i was like oh yeah, no. <laughs> like it was, it was literally, it was that place where I just vent. And like I used to have morning rants. Like it was, it was serious. I used to. Compl- it's just always all about complaining, though. I realized it was really <laughs> negative for me. I was like, I just moan. It was I never love positive. It. it was never positive. I got in trouble from school with that. Everything. It was too much. Yeah. Yeah, there's people watching my account. Like I only had stuff. Twitter to follow um Soldier Boy because I was in love with Soldier Boy and I was trying to get him to um follow me I'm back. So I was like, Soldier Boy, I'm from the UK. Like as if no one else was gonna use that line, as if that line what? was gonna as get him to work. Yeah, like I'm from oh the UK, you got a fan over here, Soldier Boy. Oh god. He was like, that's nice. <laughs> Anyways, Mon, how's your week been then? Um, my week started off quite low. I tried to get some closure from someone who was very important to me and it didn't feel how I wanted it to feel. And also it made me late for work. So that was a bit annoying. I didn't achieve my goal of going to the gym every day this week. I managed to go once. Um, but other than that, you know, the kids have done well. Oh, and I wanted to clarify, I don't hate the kids. There's just one in particular <laughs> that I hate. <laughs> One in particular, but you know, too much to hate a picnic. Come on, well, she's so cute, she's so cute, but I'm just feeling like, oh, I could pinch you because she bites me and Mm -hmm. kicks me in it. But otherwise, Mm -hmm. um, I want to give a shout out to my my, um, two year old bestie, Tong Tong. Tong Tong's always got my back. Um, she's been doing so good. So, we got little chairs and um. And the teacher, the other teacher was sitting on, the Chinese teacher was sitting on the floor and I was sitting on the floor. And so there was a spare chair and I gave it to the Chinese teacher and Tong Tong was like, no. <laughs> she's it's like, yours. no, it's for, it's for you. It's for you. Like, no. Aww. I was like, she, she's just so funny. She didn't say it in English, of course. But I was like, is that for yeah, me? Okay. She's like, yeah. Montana Laosha, Montana Laosha. Oh, they're just so cute. Oh, and they tell so me cute. that they love me and they miss me. So I've had a good day. And also the, the booty bandit, the, the little one that, trying to that slap oh, yeah. him the day. <laughs> he's, he's after them cheeks he was after them this week too <laughs> so uh yeah i can't wear leggings no more <laughs> I'm, I'm actually happy because i was thinking that people were going to start like thinking that you're like a child hater i was like um no, no. i was like, I'm, i just pray this week that these kids have been nice to montana because honestly i'm starting to get worried but yeah i'm glad <laughs> no I'm they've glad. been good they've been getting stickers all week that's cute something in the air because I had a How good week as well me I had a good week I don't uh, just work but it was like it was nice I just felt that the week was really fast um I don't yeah mm. it's just like flew and I was like this is perfect for me so I had a very lovely week I can't think of much that is uh going on that's different but yeah it was nice 
it was very nice um yeah so maddest comments of the week right it's, it's actually very short so it says if you want a relationship with me come with a transfer letter from your ex i love this <laughs> i actually love this what do you not think amazing it? i agree Round yeah i agree the person that thought of that yeah honestly i'm here for yeah. it i'm so here for it <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Think of all all the things you could avoid if you just had that one A4 piece of paper Resume. outlining mm. the pros, mm. the cons, the faults, the deceit, mm. and just mm. a, a little a little snippet of that there. It's almost like a criminal record. Mm. Like this is what they mm. did. This this this, this da, 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 a DBS. Da, 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 da. Yeah. And then you can just decide. Then is this the man I'm gonna move forward mm. with? I just think it gives you more responsibility. Mm-hmm. There's nothing like being blindsided. You know when you think it's going well, he's so cool, and then mm. next thing your head spun mm. like, where did this demon come from? <laughs> ah, mm. If you had that letter, you would have known. Mm. You could have preempted it all. You could have put in, even if you were like, oh, be so nice, I'm gonna give it a go. You can set up little, little firewalls, say little fu- not an antivirus <laughs> for the fuckery to block <laughs> the bad mindness. But if you don't know, you're out here. What is it? Improvisation. Yeah. But I'm doing improvisation dance classes. I don't know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, rolling. Rolling. Uh, I agree and I disagree, actually. I've changed my mind. Mm. Um, it would be... I agree because, say, if the, 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 um, the ex is bad mine and she's saying all these bad things, like, just because you guys didn't work out, don't mean it can't work out for me. That, like, you know, we, we mentioned the ick. So imagine if I put on there that, oh, uh, yeah, he's, he's too happy at... Um, at late hours of the of the night like mm-hmm. you know that could potentially as Dina likes to say ruin the chance that could be the love of your life and you wouldn't know because you believed what what Sarah said so I don't I, that's I'm torn about that but in regards to like the letter the, the transfer letter yeah I, I I kind of partially agree as well because I'm like if I had known this if I had known that then then uh no this would not this would not be like it, it would not be yeah we definitely know. need i don't know maybe one from the friend as well like you know because you know for a job you need two references i need one from yeah. your best friend and i need one from the ex because mm. your best friend's gonna tell me like maybe some good truths and the ex is gonna mm. tell me a different perspective as well and i need to see both sides if you're gonna meet my parents i'm at my wedding if you ever reach that, if you ever reach that point, you know, like, mm. I think it's important. But then it's up to you say, to ask that as well, isn't it? You could just ask. <laughs> well, if not everyone's going to tell the truth. Like, no one's going to be like, oh, yeah. I, I don't think people will be like, oh, yeah, I was, like, abusive. Like, they're not going to, you yeah. know what I'm saying? They might hide that shit from you. Mm. But, I, yes, I'm saying, like, I agree with what you were saying, Mon. It depends, on it? Because if the ex could be like, oh, I don't, I don't like, like, they you two could just not have been compatible and everything could have gone wrong because you mm. both just weren't, it weren't meant to be. Um, so I, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, yeah, and know about it. I think it could be sick because you could learn a lot of things, but then I also feel like the person could just be bitter. And it really depends on who that letter's coming from. If it's a genuine person, like this is what, this is what he's like, or she's like, um, or yeah. not. but I was going to ask you lot, what do you think the record, like your transfer letter would look like from your ex? <laughs> Mine would be ten out of ten. Well, I don't really have any ex or an ex team or whatever. What do you think it would? Do you think it would be? I don't know her. I'd rip it up. 
I'd rip it, it up. up. Jesus Alia's Christ ones Christ. would be scared. Alia's ones would definitely need shredding. <laughs> oh no. I'd tear it up. I'd tear it up. I swear to you, I would tear it up. No, and I, it's simply because this is why. You know when you said the best friend? I don't even think I'd go to the best friend. I would have said the mum, Montana. The mum and the Oh, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Just because your mum's known mom. from birth. Yeah. And the reason I say that is like me, for example, I know the heart I have. Mm-hmm. But I know that there have been phases in my life where I've just moved very mad. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> the level of madness my ex had me on, mm-hmm. it's another, like, I literally don't know mm-hmm. her. So, uni, yeah, he was at <laughs> one of them special halls where you had, like, a door with a code to get mm-hmm. in. Then you get in the lift, go mm-hmm. up. Then there'd be another door with a code, yeah. another locked door. And then you get to the, his hall. We were beefing one time. I travelled like a 20 minute journey, got there. I was like, I'm beefing with you in public. Got through the door. I got, he wasn't going to let me in and it. So I had to hang around and wait for someone. Got in the one door. Boom. In the lift now. I'm like, ready. Ready for you. Get to the next door. It's locked. I'm like, fuck's sake. I had to wait a little bit. Got to the next door. Thankfully, God was on my side for this little, little piece because that second door, or the third door, sorry, was open. So I was like, yeah. This is like, it's me. I'm outside. How you at my, how, how did you get in? I didn't tell you to come here. Go home. And I was beating like, I was like, no, you're going to talk to me now. I've come all the way here. We're going to talk right now. And we were there arguing for the door. And he was like, Alia, I'm not answering the door. And I was like, well, you might as well. And we were just beefing, 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 beefing for 30 minutes. And he didn't answer the door, you know, and I had to go back home. And I was yeah. so angry. <laughs> but you see that level of madness that I did to be outside the man's yard arguing for 30 minutes and sneaking in and out I would never do that okay, today yeah. I promise I would never do that today but I did I it time. so if that was on my my reference <laughs> I'd be fucked because I was so crazy <laughs> I was I was on a never level of crazy my man told me I'm gonna come to you at 2 a.m I'd be there red eye at 2 a.m like where are you 2 15 where are you 2 30 where are you he'd be like oh I'm just playing playstation I said but you said 2 o'clock why is it not 2 o'clock and then I was 2 55 and you're not here yet I was mad. No, I promise you. Yeah, you didn't know any. You two didn't know. You fucking can't. Yeah, was so mad. Uni time second year. Uni. This is hilarious. When we were living together, so you were sneaking out and doing this mad behavior. That's why you two fell out. (laughs) (laughs) She was going through something. was she was wild mad yeah everybody got it like i definitely had attitude with people because i was just so I mad can, i can understand now why it's so funny because like yeah obviously me and ali used to live together at uni i remember one time ali like flipped on me like just like she started she beefed me and i was like wait me i was like me and i was so weird and i just went away and i just took i just sat down and was like no nah, yeah you came, I was, like, you come and stay at my house yeah i don't know but i was just like i you was walked across the road i was like yeah, because Montana used to live across the road. And I was just like, very confused because I was always very nice with Ali. I mean, Ali was very cool. And then Ali came like, I'm sorry. And I was like, it's cool. I was thinking, maybe something's not right. Like, this is so baffling. This is so baffling. It was crazy. You know when it's all coming out now? Now I understand why. Man, then we're in it. Now we see. They turn you crazy. Madness. So, yeah, no, I'm not that person today. That's what I want to stand by. I'm trying to think what would mind me. I mean, Montana, Montana was like quite quite there listening to how I was <laughs> uh, I, how I was thinking I was. about this the other day yeah what, uh, what do you this think girl's wild. Like? okay D- Dina is already loud you know <laughs> well, well loud would be there like oh, vo- has problem with volume uh that would yes. definitely be on there um but oh the arguments because I've been in I've, I've been yep. in the crossfire in in the arguments 
I've been stuck. I don't know why I was sleeping over at your house when I live across the road, stopping on, on her floor. Yeah. And she's it's ran, randomly having an argument. But it's so... Because actually, Dina, you crazy? Because she'd put the, the phone on mute and start laughing. And I'm confused. <laughs> so... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hold on, oh, you were just yeah. screaming a second ago, and then you oh, put yeah. the phone on mute to bust out laughing or start oh, like no. going crazy. I was like, "Oh no, I can't stop here again. I need what to go back hell? home tomorrow." Yeah. No, Montana really listened to a lot of arguments when it was at uni with me. Oh, bless her! Like I was just used to. They were funny, and it was, I remember one time she was just like, "You would." I would then go and talk to myself after, like just being vexed in the bathroom, like still talking about oh. it, or I would continuously go. And Montana was like. Are you not done? Like, are you not done? <laughs> I was I'm one of them ones that just keep going, keep going. Like, I wasn't, and Montana would just be there, like, oh my God. So, yeah. My mum would probably be like, definitely keeps going, doesn't know when to just to allow it, to stop the point. Stop it. So, yeah. Kind of like now when I speak, but yeah, in arguments, exactly the same. <laughs> but Montana, yeah. I feel like for you, I'm trying to think. I'd have like, a great one. I'd have a great yours one. Yours would probably be really good. <laughs> you might have the yeah, best. Yeah, you'd be better than us because you're really Oh, chilled. yeah, definitely. Very chill. Definitely. I don't I remember you getting too angry. Also. Yeah. Oh, well, one, well, no, because what I do is I write lists. So that would be my thing. I remember one. Remember okay. my, um, oh. the, the short boyfriend that I had in second okay. year? Yes. Not yes. trying to say no. <laughs> not, not trying to say no names. The, the short one. Yeah. Short stuff. Short cake. Let's call him short cake. Shorty. Yeah. Um, Shorty. So I remember one time I was like, I've had enough of this. Listen, my, my, the, you're tickling bits of leg that don't need to be tickling you know what we talked about last week you're just not doing what I need you to do and the reason why listen so when I was with him I was supposed to be hoeing in first year but it all went wrong it went left I wasn't experiencing my hoeing yet so anyway it turned into a relationship on accident I I, I was trying to get rid of him from the beginning I tried to break up with him it just wasn't he just kept bouncing back anyway (laughs) So he promised me that he would, <laughs> this is going to sound vulgar. He told me he was going to eat it from the back. So I'm like, okay, you can come through in it. So anyway, <laughs> t- so he didn't end up doing that. And so then he turned into my boyfriend. And so then I remember writing him a list of things that he said he was going to do that he didn't do. And I remember sitting him down like, yeah, we need to talk. And I had my little list, my little notepad. And I was ticking off the things on the list that I need to get through. And he obviously got offended by the list. So I think my thing would be that, uh, if I need to talk to you about something, I'm going to try and get through all of it because I get frustrated when I don't say everything that I need to say. Mm, I agree. So I'm going to tell you everything that I need to say. Yeah. That's a, so I if, think that's if, I've done that So before. if you're not satisfying me, then done. That's it. That's your fault if you yeah. choose to get offended. So, Do better. So for, for Mon, he might, they might say like, oh, she's, she likes to write lists. So be prepared for a long argument because she's going to want to get her points across. Yeah. It's not going to be an argument. You're going to listen and I'm going to talk. And I'm going to And then you're going to improve. for a dictatorship. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Okay, this one's very interesting for me. Big Zoo reacts to the Twitter debate on what is considered to be black. Um... So he says that he was raised by a black woman, can speak Cree, um, has been back home many times. Um, how can random youths on Twitter determine the colour that he is? Social constructs build our idea of race in society's eyes um, and that he's black even though he has mixed race skin. Simple. Does that make sense? Um, 
so he's saying that he's got all of those cultural things and just because his skin's different does that or does it not make him black so do we feel a way about mixed race people describing themselves as black or no what do you guys think do you feel a type of way me personally absolutely not um i mean i've grown up around mixed race people and i've seen that it can i thought i feel like for them it is it's very difficult and it is very hard because mm. um you have to you're it seems like you're not really accepted by either race of either race right so like for the black people you're not black enough for the white people you're de- you're definitely not white enough and the white one is i think i think the difference with the black and probably white could be a bit easier to go towards that is because if you are mixed race and your skin is darker at least the visually you could fit more in there and your hair and whatnot. Whereas white, you are never, it's very rare that a yeah. mixed race person looks white. You will never look like a white person. Mm. Whereas with the with the mixed race black, you know, it's like you you can more look like a black person. Like there's black people who are very fair and look mixed race, but they're not. Do you get what I'm saying? So mm. I feel like for them, it's, it could be easier, which is probably why he's saying, which is why for him, it's like, it doesn't matter because, and he can feel more accepted by the black community and things like that. Because not only is his his whole upbringing been, been black um and with black culture he also visually like big zoo himself he's obviously he's he's um he's not the darkest of mixed race people but he's tanned and his hair he's got big hair as well right so his hair is definitely more like a black person's hair than it is towards a white person's Mm. hair um so for me i don't business i also see the conversation of like you know when people would be like oh um mixed race people always want to stick together blah 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 blah. i'm like i understand it because it's what they it's Imagine meeting someone who is who understands what you understand, especially if you're meeting with someone who is like um, a mixed race person with a black mum and a white dad. That that's even more of a, something to relate to. I feel like yeah. we 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 always forget that you know when you go into a specific space, like let's say if it's um like a working environment and there's a lot of white people, if there's black people there, I'm gonna wanna like I'm I'm gonna look at them and be like, oh okay, I might have something in common with them. Let me move towards them. And personally, mm-hmm. um you would do that and, and whatnot. So I don't, but I, I just don't think that society can tell someone, um, a mixed race person that they can, that they shouldn't, that they can't be black. If that's what they feel and that's how they've grown up, I think just leave them. If that's what they want to identify as, because a lot of, a lot of, a lot of people might not even want to say that. Like a lot of people want to be like, I am mixed race. And that's already something and it's in itself. That's something for them to identify with. So, so for them to say, oh, okay, I actually really identify more with the black community. Why not? Like, what's the problem? I think it's so dumb. <laughs> I think it is. it's so dumb. Like, in this age, like, there's so many things to be moaning about. And you really mm. want to pick beef with somebody that looks like you. That's one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Like, you're us. You're black. I don't care. Like, it's just so... It's very weird to me. I, I think, as well, my family are very, like, diverse. <laughs> Everyone is different. But we have, like... We have gay people in our family. There's been... There's a lot of, like... On one side of my family, anyway, there's a lot of, like, mixed race kids. And I never not look at them as fully black like your blood mm-hmm. so yeah I don't think it, it has ever crossed my mind that oh she's mixed race but she's not she's not me until like maybe school where I had mixed race girls that were there and they were definitely not team black <laughs> they were just like yeah she's very yeah. black and I was like oh wow like okay you're not on my team but I still see you as black because this is my thing even if you're not seeing yourself as black, I'm I'm can assure you one day you will have an instant mm. you very much realise you're mm. not like them. You are not the same. And mm. it might hurt you today, tomorrow, next week, next year, but it will come around. And more often, I think when 
I've experienced that where mixed race people haven't necessarily wanted to like not even admit their black but like absorb full ownership of their blackness it's either they've never yeah. known it be it through upbringing like they just haven't been introduced to it they don't know it they're in, or they're intimidated by it for whatever reason they've they've felt that they they didn't fully it didn't fully resonate and they just haven't embraced it or been embraced but yeah you're black to me that like, you're very much black to me yeah, very black. I know mixed with people that identify themselves as black. Why would I ever feel away? I'm gonna be honest. It just feel like we we need to, we need to relax because as well, when there's mixed race people who are out and they don't identify with their blackness, we're yeah. screaming. But you yeah, won't have exactly. that hair if you weren't mm. black. You wouldn't have that skin. Please remember. Please remember. Please remember. So, don't be so hostile now when they're screaming. I'm black. Come on, like please come on. Please, I just think it's stupid. I just think it was a very stupid argument to have. Like, and also that idea of old oh, society dictating what is black, what is white. Black people also need to not feed into that shit. Like, please don't. By the colour of my skin, I am this. Whether I listen to rock, mm. classical, 50 Cent, who, whoever, they're very much black. And I think we need to strip that shit too because I think in the comments it was like, yeah, but just because you listen to this music and just because you have your friends, you're not black. To a mixed race man, He's black, like he's very much black. He's 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 a black man to me. I don't care. Uh, for me, it's like every day for me, it's like, why do you care? Why do you care about what other people identify? It don't, if it don't affect you, why do you care so much? If you wanted to identify as a tree, if you wanted to identify as a crab, if he told himself, you know what, today I identify as a toilet brush. If it don't affect your life why does it matter so much but then at the same time I get why it matters in a way when people who don't uh don't necessarily look black identify as black because you know we as black people get a lot of flack we get a lot of all the negativity seems to blow in our way for some for some reason all the dust blows in our way and so a a lot of time I feel like um people get so defensive is because they're like just like what you're saying earlier you you're not feeling the whole you're not feeling the whole um experience that we feel as people who do look black um but then we can't get mad that somebody don't get feel the same experience like Really, we should be like, good for you, actually. Good, you don't get to feel the same experience that I wish I could kind of have that. That's good. I was also going to say, like, I've seen conversations online about people kind of undermining the um, mixed race struggle, per se. Um, and people being like, don't care, don't business, it's not the black struggle and things like that. And I think that's not, that's not what, like... And I was having to, it's weird because my brother was having this conversation and he was like, because where, where he works, he was, he's... Um, very into diversity and inclusion and he was explaining that he doesn't just want diversity and inclusion just for black people mm. he really means diversity and inclusion for everybody like every single race and person gender sets it should it should be between everyone and I feel like a lot of people were like yeah diversity and inclusion but it's only for us mm. and I and I for me I think growing up around like I have mixed race aunties um who grew up so different compared to my mixed race friends like for instance like they're from Wales and um you know, like my granddad went over there, but there's not a massive like black uh, community and black experience out there at all. So they were obviously around a lot of white people growing up and their experience will be so different as mixed race people to my mm. friends in London who grew up in South London with black mums and um, 
went to school and went to school with black people and you know like it's just such a different experience and I don't think it's fair for people to just be like you don't have no problems yeah. no struggles like no they will have so there's is, is a massive it's a massive there's a massive like identity um you know like uh crisis in a sense that you can have because you're like who who do I go to what do I do and especially if there's not a lot of other people that look like you around and things like that like because I was having this conversation with my brother who his wife is Indian and I was saying like your children are gonna have to are gonna have um they might have these problems Mm -hmm. right they're gonna be like wait so do I do I go to my black side or do I go to my Indian side like what do I do how do I how do I do both like it's gonna be very difficult for them and that's a situation that you've never had to experience as a black person and your wife has never had to experience as a full Indian person right and I was just like we we don't even um like and there's so many people out there who could, you know, you, you could say in these things, but then it's like you don't even realize that you're you might have children or you might you might know people that go go through this as well. And um, yeah, I just think I don't think you should. I don't think it's something that we should look down upon and say like my struggle is worse than your struggle. Everybody's prob- everybody's struggles are very different, and and it's very relative to that person. Um, and I think we need to understand that. And I don't. It's yeah. It's absolutely no one's place to say these things. But um, I do feel like the mixed race community because 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 they have those advantages of um uh to, to, in the white man's eyes um of the fairer skin and softer hair generally right i think as black people what we tend to do is look at them like nah you're cool you're mm. you don't have the same problem you're cool you're cool you're cool and i think it really is about who you grow up around and how you see these and how you um speak with your mixed race friends and things like that to actually understand that it's not that e- I, I, it's not it's not as easy as yeah. we think it is for them you know it's really not like I've, when I say I've heard the stories, I feel like even Arlie can expect, like, can agree to this as well. Like when when you've heard people saying, "Oh, I go to my black family's house, and you know, like there I get the looks." Um, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you know, people that have said that as well to you, and then you go to the white people's house, and they have they're like they're touching up your hair. Mm. Oh my gosh, she's got lovely hair, and 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 this thing, and 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 it's so confusing. You don't go. There is no. In this gen, well, for people our age, there's no grandma's house when you go to, and everyone, and your grandma is mixed race, your granddad's mixed yeah. race, your aunties and uncles are mixed race, your cousins are all mixed. No, everyone. It's usually there's a white side or the black side. I think our children's children, like when it gets on in the years, definitely that will be a bit different for kit for people because there will be more um, mixed race people getting with mixed race people, so it's a mm. bit more. So that everyone will under, so it will be a bit more like that. So then it will there will be a bit more of an identity where they're all like, yeah, we actually understand. Um, and we can go to people's houses. We can feel comfortable in our grandparents' house because they we know that everyone understands both sides. But right about now, it's like it's almost like you have to pick. You have to pick. And I mean, in Big Zoo's situation, he decided to pick black, and that's fine for and that felt fine for him. But other people are now telling him he can't pick. And I feel like mm. even like we don't even think about that. Like the fact that they have to pick, and then when they have decided to pick, now you're telling them that that's the wrong decision. It's not fair. Mm. It's true. Like it, it makes. To me, it really makes no sense because just like what um, Alia said, like I've got, um, I've got mixed race little cousins. I, I don't even know if I even see them as mixed race, and I'm not saying I don't see color. I'm blind. Everything's just all rainbow. Like I don't, I just, I don't see them as anything. I don't see my other cousins as anything. Like I don't call them my black cousins and my mixed race cousins. And if I had white cousins, my white cousins or nothing like. That. I just think. Your name is whatever your name is. Like you're just my cousin, and for a mixed race person, that's just the person. Like I just feel like we've just been accustomed to identify people by their race or ethnic ethnicity. We've just grown like because and 
And yeah. I'm um not a victim, sorry. I'm a what's the word? I'm guilty of this too, because I remember at school, my school, um, I'm from Hansworth. And so Hansworth has a large Asian community and a large um black community, and then there's like others. <laughs> and and like the the like the the mixed race people were kind of like in the black and in the others but in specifically with Asians um the Asian group um just like what I just said I used to call them the Asians and I used to say to them oh what do you do you refer to us as the blacks and they're like no we call you by your name so if people just took people as that individual person and not and wasn't so too too concerned with race um or ethnicity or or what people look like then it would I think the world would just be a better place. I mean, in some instances, it's needed. Like sometimes we do need a range in the workplace, um, but or you know stuff like that. But in general, every day, um, what he looks like, it don't matter. It it doesn't matter. He's he knows how to speak. That he he's about his culture. Really, all the things that he needs to all he needs to know. It doesn't matter about if it's white or if it's black. It's just cultural. You know, he can speak Cree. Like he can he can do all these things that maybe is wh- whoever's taught him is a part of his culture. Like just because I'm black, that mean I need to I now like I don't know eat dumpling. Like am I not black because I don't eat dumpling, or I don't like yam and banana? I'm not not black because of that. I love potato. Am I white now? Obviously, I, I, I'm I'm not mixed race, but you know, like things like that. It's it's just. It's just so not important and for people to have such a huge opinion on what someone else identifies themselves as. It's just like none of your business. Like there's bigger fish to fry. Whether it's white fish, black fish or mixed race right. fish, there's bigger ones to fry. Go fry yourself a whale. How about that? <laughs> or a seal. There's bigger fish. I just, yeah, I think you guys have both both said it. Um, in many ways, I have definitely felt like when I was so when I went to my secondary school, like I said, I was very black to them, man. And then I remember a year, year two years, then going to like me. I think I stumbled. That's it. I stumbled across some old friends from my school in town. There was like a JLS concert. I don't know if you remember that Montana where JLS came to town <laughs> at Christmas and they did a big like hoo ha for Christmas lights, like, turning on the Birmingham Christmas lights. And I bumped into my. I was old probably friends, in my house. Just looking at me like, what the heck? <laughs> like I wasn't. I didn't look like them. <laughs> I didn't sound like them. And I remember thinking oh my god like what the fuck like i could just tell they were like no we've lost her she's not she's not black anymore like what the heck i'm still black bro like i'm still black i'm still black and i just think the concept everybody judging you by what makes blackness what makes Mm. what like let's just stop it i think we need if anything 2020 everyone in this together um quite often yeah it's annoying that people respond white people the media in particular may respond to mixed race people more when they're talking about injustices like we have Yara Shahidi doing something amazing and she's mixed race but Jesus Christ I'd rather have someone like her on our side with us than against us because we said they weren't black enough yeah you know what I mean like let's just let's just stop it that's one thing I was like noted I was thinking is like how can how does it when where does it make sense to turn away allies like uh, this is literally what 
mixed race people are. They've decided to say, you know what, we stand with you. Um, we even want to identify as like understanding some of the struggles as well. Um, we don't understand everything, mm. but we are ally. How can you now be like, nah, nah? Like we need as many people as we can to help to to help bring this message across. And someone like what you just said, like Yara, also Zendaya is another one. Oh, like woman, these yeah. are mixed race or light skinned people that are like, I am, you know, gonna fight for for. For, mm-hmm. for black people and and like equality and things like that and yeah. you, you know I can't I'm not gonna say to her nah sorry no like it just doesn't make any sense and also um one point that Montana said um I think Alia jumped in as well like we don't both of you like we don't really need to Id- like identifying race is a thing you know like a social thing blah 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 and it's good in the work for instance I race makes sense in certain situations but others it doesn't it makes sense when i'm buying my hair products i can't it needs Mm. to be okay this product is made for people with this hair type usually that is going to be a black person whatnot um but in other in other terms we don't it doesn't it's not necessary this whole like oh you're black this makes you black this makes you white nah 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 nah, nah. i like i fully agree with what you're saying i have a question so i feel like being black is kind of like a culture and an ethnicity so are people saying that he's not black because he doesn't look black or are people saying he's not black because because technically culturally he's black he he he's he's doing all the things you know does that make sense because I look black but then kind of people will tell me like some people will tell me that they'll they'll call me white girl and I'm just like, where are you getting this from? Because I look black, but you, you know, know what? This is perfect. No, this is this this is a good conversation. No, this is a good conversation because what about yeah? What about the black person who doesn't ident- who doesn't like anything black? Like that's stereotypically meant to be black culturally, like cultural black things doesn't like it at all. Again, back to what I said about mixed race people. Providing you're not trying to shun your like heritage you're not trying to show um blackness or remove any proximity to blackness i don't care and it is i believe a colonialism like effect on us on the Mm. community like a trauma that we now find ourselves battling each other um to show how black we are and remove Mm. ourselves from western i don't know traditions like behaviors because we really want to remain black and true to our core but ultimately you know your bloodline you know your heart everything else is truly a minor detail and yeah it's just not the hill I'm ever gonna die on I don't I don't yeah (laughs) pass sorry as well outside of like just what kind of music you listen to or what you Mm -hmm. know don't know who you're dating dating. it Mm -hmm. means nothing to me Mm. Again, mm. as long as you are not shunning blackness, black features, providing that isn't the basis for you dating, say, outside of your race, do what you are doing. It's true. But you know what I find funny? What what I find funny is that um sometimes we get it the other way around where it's funny because we get people who are black. Well, I'm talking skin wise, very, very black. But then we'll say, yeah, but I'm, I'm three quarters I'm three quarters Indian, um, one thirty-tooth um, German, uh, seventeen eighths of um, Korean, ten <laughs> uh, one hundredths of uh, I don't know Anglo-Saxon, and but we're it's just 
Yeah. Which one do we want it to be? Like, what? what we, it's hard. <laughs> when, I think when we're talking about it, let's not get confused. Like, we're talking about our heritage. We are Afro-Caribbean. We are the African diaspora. diaspora. Then there is, yes, black culture, which we, within the African diaspora, have created. We have our own culture and we've created. And whether we're in America, Amsterdam, there are certain things that we all relate to. I hear you, Montana, about that. You don't understand where people go, I'm a third Korean, I'm this, that, and the other. But I think it comes behind the intention. I don't care. I find it interesting and amazing that, like, my great-granddad is Portuguese and I believe my great-grandmother was half Syrian. I love that shit. But the reason why I love it isn't because I'm trying to withdraw myself from blackness and be like, oh, but I'm not fully black because da 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 It's because we don't have <laughs> lineage. We don't lineage, 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 things lineage. Jesus, don't come for me. You know what I'm saying? We do not have a clear line of where our family were from. We do not have clear history and examples of when we when we were in Africa, where we were taken, where we ended up with, who slept with who. We don't have that. We have just ended up being mix and blend, mix and blend, mix and blend, and they have completely removed that information from us. So I think that's where it comes from. And for me, I don't have any problem with it because ultimately, I think we are constantly trying to figure out where we started. Because as Caribbean people, me, I don't even know. Right, my family are in Jamaica, say. My grand, nan and granddad are born in Jamaica. But before Jamaica, what exact part of Africa were they from? I do not know that to this day. So when we go about, oh, and then we know that we're from this, oh, and we're from that. It's just us truly just trying to realign ourselves with how the heck did we get here? Because we didn't just land here. We've been taken, we've been stripped. And more annoyingly, moved, moved us and then removed information. I think that's what it is. I think it's more trying to connect the dots than trying to downplay how black we are. No, no, I, I definitely agree with that. But you're not, yeah, you're not trying to downplay. But we get some people who are trying to downplay like, oh, no, I'm I'm not, I'm not fully black. I'm 72th uh, Jaguar, you know. And so it, it makes no sense because we've got this person who actually, more recently, it's not that they're, 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 um, their fractions are in the hundredths, the hundredths or the, or the thousandths, you know, it's just a half and people are, compl- and, and someone's got something to say when he just picks one of the two. Whereas you've got some people who are 99 out of a hundredth black and just the one, fr- one, one hundredth is, I don't know, Korean. And they're like, yeah, and so I'm Korean and that's why my eyebrows are straight. You know, that that's different. So that's what I'm saying about... Um, we shouldn't be mad that he's well. It's not us who's mad, but people shouldn't be mad that he's he's picking that, and he knows the culture of um, his black side. When we've got other people who know the culture, the culture of the fraction that they are the least of, you know. Right. So we're gonna get into: Are you on the fence or not? Nah? Our first topic is Britney Spears. You might be confused or a little shocked, but eight-year-old me is a stan. And what was brought to my attention was her latest battle in court with her father. He currently has a conservative ship agreement whereby he looks over her finances and day-to-day life. And she took this to court because she no longer wants him involved in this agreement. Now, 
the judge ruled he would continue to do so um so in favor with her father and said you know maybe in the future we'll decide otherwise but there's been a lot of speculation regarding whether he has just the typical agreement or goes excessive with this control of her finances and day-to-day life and I just think it's really strange that a judge would not look at a 38 year old woman which Britney is and say if this isn't working for you let's find somebody else now apparently her sister's come forward to do it um it's currently like split between him and a firm now but she's specifically requested he's not involved and they were like no don't want to know so I just wanted to know like your thoughts do you think it's a complete violation of her human rights or is it just it is what it is are we on the fence or not yeah I feel like for me definitely the fence I think because it depends I do feel like if 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 she is not in a right frame of mind I having control because she must have a lot of money having um full access to that amount of money is not is not wise but I do think that um the person who is in control of the money should be somebody who she does trust and does um yeah who, who she does trust and if she doesn't want it to be her dad I don't think it should be her dad but she should be able to decide who it is I do I do agree with that but I do think the court conservatorship <laughs> As a courtship, the conservatorship is um I think it is is it, it makes sense sometimes. I'm not on the fence. I'm not on, I'm not on the fence at all. Um whatever mind she's in, let her live her life, man. If she de- if she decides she wants to spend all that money on cocaine and snort it for the rest of her life, let her do that. If she decides well, that's her choice, then take preventative measures. If she if she wants to like I don't know if she wants to build her rendition of Never Neverland. If she wants to build Hit Me Baby One More Time Land, let her do that. If she wants to, <laughs> I don't know. It's not even just about money. If she decides, you know what, I want to go here today, let her do that. Let her do it, man. Let her live her life. She ain't got much more. Like life is short. Let her live her life, and she's got enough money for rehab after. <laughs> oh God. Okay, well, Dana is on the fence. Montana clearly isn't. And me, I am also not on the fence. I'm sorry, but it's not a big request that her father is removed from this current agreement. If she feels so strongly that he um, makes her afraid, she's not comfortable, take him off. There's plenty of other people who could do this role. And I'm sure he's been ill and all sorts. It It just doesn't sit right with me at all. So yeah, that is that. So our second on the fence or nah, Larsa Pippen um, says her falling out with the Kardashians was because of Kanye. So I want to know, what would you do if your man didn't like your friends? Do they need to get along or is it not that deep? Uh, uh, it would be nice if they... Hmm, I'm torn because there's obviously a reason why that friend doesn't like you, man there's a reason like there, there's something in there that there's a quality that that friend sees that you don't see why they don't like them if that makes sense that you know you, you might be blinded by love or wearing rose-colored glasses or you might be digmatized or I don't know he buys you flowers but there, there is one there must be some little reason why so I'm torn but at the same time like I don't be at the same time like you two don't need to be friends though I think maybe in a boyfriend girlfriend thing it's not so important but maybe like in a husband kind of thing it is more important but 
I guess if it reaches the husband stage, then you kind of need to be fr- like on kind of good terms at boyfriend and girlfriend stage. Mm-hmm. Because say if the person wants to propose to you or whatever, you mean to tell me because you two don't like each other, I'm not going to get the ring that I want or the ring that suits me because because Jimmy and, and Jane ain't friends or ain't on unspe- speaking terms. No, I need I need them to be able to conspire together to make good surprises for me, you know, or stuff mm-hmm. like that, or or give good advice. Say if I'm arguing, if I'm like arguing with him, I need them to be kind of like cordial so that she's not giving me bad advice because she hates him, you know, or being or just being neutral. So I'm kind of t- I'm on the fence. Like, uh, they do need to get along. But it doesn't have to be swellingly, swellingly okay. well, swellingly, swimmingly Dana. well, swimmingly. <laughs> uh, I'm on the fence. I think I'm on the fence <laughs> because I believe that sometimes people can see what you can't see in someone. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so I feel like if your friend it's true like if your friend is like mm, or even in your partner if your partner is like mm, that friend is a bit mm-hmm. like it's not always just your friend seeing man seeing your partner your partner can also see weird things in your friends as well um, that you've just probably put up with for years oh yeah whatever. the other way around yeah the other way around so I I I, I do feel like it it is weird like mm, I don't know I said, yeah I do feel like it can affect it and it would it would be nice that everyone would get along because obviously the things that you're looking for in a partner you should kind of I mean a relationship is a friendship like is any in any in any terms like a friendship and a relationship like a sexual one that you have with your person but like I'm assuming mm. you look for the same qualities in most people you want someone that's trustworthy to be your friend someone that's trustworthy to be your partner you know what I mean like there's a lot of qualities that should be in both so if those if those people now can't mix and don't like each other something's off with someone so yeah, it it would it would kind of it kind of rings alarm bells for me in my head like mm, but then I also just feel like you can't fight the world like you can't be like oh all my friends need to like my man it's long like not everyone's gonna get along with each other as well do you know what I'm saying like everybody's yeah. very different like it's long oh, yeah do you know what I mean and I feel like so I don't know as I'm on the fence I agree I I I feel like people can make you aware of situ of of qualities in people that you probably wouldn't have seen before. I think that's important to notice that. But then I do also just feel like mm. your partner or your friend is the person that you like, and not not every time just you're they're gonna like that person. So I'm on the fence. Yeah, I'm I'm a, I'm in agreement with y'all. I'm on the fence too. I'll be very clear. I don't need my friend and my man to be best friends. Like that's not that's not what it is. No. I also don't need my friend to be hating my man like. That is also not what it is like. <laughs> I just like for some peace and harmony. So uh, yeah, as long as you lot can have a little laugh at the few few link ups that we do, you know, you lot can work together to plan my engagement. As Montana said, I'm absolutely blessed. It looks like they used to get on before. Now they don't. If I'm honest, it sounds like a clash of um, clash of personalities. And yeah, that that's not my business. Sorry, you should all be able to come together in the love of me. <laughs> and that's on that. Period. The next on the fence, do you believe in telling your friend the whole truth or half the truth when telling them something they've done which you didn't like? Where we at? You give it to them full or not? Um, The whole truth and nothing but the truth, but lovingly, lovingly is the important word. Amen. So I know I tell you, so f- for example, you guys' volume, like 
you know that that is a big issue in my world. <laughs> but you know, I mean, in the most loving, like if Dina, if you or Dina are, uh, are shouting, I do feel like sometimes I want to curl up and die. But it's not not to say that I'm going to dash you guys and say, all you guys do is shout and then you never do it. No, it's not that deep. It's just not like, to, yeah, lovingly. Like I, I had a conversation with my cousin and, um, and basically, I'm trying not to say too much lovingly. <laughs> basically, tell them the whole truth and nothing but the truth, but lovingly, <laughs> because I'd want the same for me. Because, you know, last week we were talking about um, friends, like your, your circle, um, like helping you improve. And how are you going to improve if they don't tell you the truth? If they're always your, your yes man and up your backside. So, for example, if like one of you said, oh, does my hair look nice? And your hair don't look nice and your hair don't look good and your hair looks ratty. Uh, I'm sorry, but you're not leaving mm. the house with me. I have to tell you, I have to help you because it wouldn't be fair because I'd feel some type of way if it was the other way around and I look like some next scarecrow and you didn't tell me that my hair was looking mad. And, you know, so lovingly. I I hear, you. I hear you. I feel like it's gonna it can low key move into hate oration holleration in the dancery. Um, do you know what I mean? Like when these <laughs> come in, do you know what I mean? Because um, if you're like if you're that friend that's like, oh, I don't really like that. It can be like, oh, but you're a hater. But it's like, I might actually just not like that. Like, so I think it's quite difficult when you when you want to tell your friends the truth and whatnot. Sometimes you have to look at. I think it's you know all relative as always. Like if your person's a very if your friends a very sensitive mm. person. I'd probably pick the times that I'm going to tell you about yourself or tell you things because, or if they're very defensive as well, because I just don't see the point sometimes all the time personally, because I'm going to get into a war with you, especially if it's quite often, whereas I could just leave that one, leave that one. And then later on when it's a bigger one, yeah, I'll help you there. And that could, some people would say that's a bad friend, but it depends on the, the person really, because you can't, like even your parents, I think in life, my mum doesn't always tell me all the time, like about something. She'll wait and wait and wait. And then maybe, She'll be like, okay, cool. Now I'm going to address the situation because I've been seeing it. You can't always tell people about yeah, I agree, themselves I agree. or be very open and honest all the time. I think it, it, it there's times to it. So um, for me personally, yeah, like I feel like I'm on, um, I'll say what, well, I'm on the fence. I think it depends on what time, like depends on what's going on and, and how, yeah, and when. Um, because I don't think it's something that needs to be done all the time, but I do think it's necessary in certain situations. And agreements. Again, we have a three. We have a st- all strike. Wow. Um, yeah, same again. I'm. I've never been the friend to um, dance around the truth. You know, everyone's always like, "It's not what you say; it's the way you say it." And I'm like, "Wow, well, <laughs> I don't really know what else to do." But okay, yeah. Um, I'm just gonna tell. Oh my god, I just the one time I can think of where I really didn't need to say it like that. So we were going out, me and my friends, and I kind of have a rule. Well, I had a rule at the time. I don't really think I give a damn now. No, I don't. I had a rule. Yeah, like if I'm going. If I'm having a short dress, it would have like say a longer sleeve. Like you want to do, you don't want to do too too much. And my friend was borrowing my outfit. That's right. She was going from my wardrobe, so she grabbed like a bandeau at the time, like a bandeau, a bandeau top, a bandeau <laughs> chop chop in a bandeau. No, 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 a bandeau, <laughs> a bandeau top. And then she grabbed a mini skirt, and I was like, "This is too much." I said, "I'm seeing way too much skin." I said, "Absolutely oh, not." Why? She nice. was like, earlier, but like, no, but don't you think this? Really? I said, you look really nice. I said, but when I look at this, it screams slot. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't think this is nice. And she, I remember she was vexed with me, like vexed. And I was like, but I'm just saying, like, if I, if you were my friend, I'd be thinking you're doing too much. 
I was 16 going out with a girl's ID called Bethany. <laughs> I wasn't, I didn't even need to be out. But my point was, it wasn't really what I was saying. It's the way I said it. It's the way I framed it. So I think you can give full truths, but as Dina said, pick when you when you give them the truth because they yeah, might yeah, be going yeah. through things. Do you yeah. know what I mean? They might be going through things. Pick, and then when you do it, as Montana said, you do it lovingly. As long as it comes from love, as long as it doesn't come from no bad vibes, bad energy, bad mantings, we're good. So that's it. Just do it lovingly, but don't dance around your friend. Don't, as you said, have them out with scarecrow hair. That's a hater. We don't do that. <laughs> don't do that around here. No. Okay. And lastly, lastly, um, yeah, it's it's not the best situation that we have to discuss, but I think it's worth mentioning because of the gravity of it all and particularly as we're in lockdown and there has been a rise in domestic abuse calls and concern for people who are um in homes that aren't necessarily the most safe so octavian's ex hannah recently took to instagram and she shared images videos and account of the abuse she suffered during their three-year relationship and the fence was more so just to ask do we feel that instagram is the best place to share something like this or is it better with the police so do we feel the core of social media is acceptable or not? I feel like it's a it's a hard one. I feel like if I had to put it in in an order of priorities, I would say go to the police first and then share it on social media, um, because the the police need to know. But then mm-hmm. I also think it depends on the uh the not the importance of the person oh, what am I trying to say kind of like h- how in the spotlight the person is for lack of a better phrase um because it needed to be told like her story needed to be told it it needed to affect him in a different way if it was done in secret he still would have been singing or rapping them vulgar songs about the abuse that she's gone through. It still would have been out there. She would have been left humiliated. It still would have been horrible. He would have still had however many supporters. He would have been living his life while she's been torn down by the hands of him. And I don't think that's fair. Um, Like he needed to get his comeuppance. And I think social media is a good way or a, a fast way for things like that, to get things moving, to get the ball rolling and look, See, there it happened. He's been dropped by everybody and anybody like a hot potato. So, like, but it doesn't always work so well, um, social media. And and the same for, like, policing. It doesn't always work so well. A lot of time when people are abused, the police like to ask them, oh, so what did you do? Or was it really abuse? Or did he just, I don't know, tickle you? hard and you were like oh that hurts you know like they ask a lot of very hard questions as if the victim shouldn't be believed whereas um I think on social media sometimes we have a a little bit more compassion but then also on the other side of social media um it's a difficult one because it's it's hard and also the the people that are seeing it it's a it's a trigger for lots of people it's it's gonna be a huge trigger and it can affect it's going to affect um more people in that kind of way um so i'm saying it depends on which order yeah fence yeah dina what about you me i think that social media is amazing in certain situations and i do feel like it allows messages to be seen from people who you may not have seen it from and heard by people who may never have heard it right 
And I feel like a lot of awareness can be brought into situations. This one in particular, yeah. like you said, Mon, is his level of um, his status as a person. He's a celebrity. And she, I, I remember reading something like she actually said, like, I don't want people to be buying his album thinking that he's a great person. Like, in the sense of we need to detach the music from the person. Um, and in this situation, I mean, she has, she came with facts. Like, there was evidence. There's a video of her saying to him, you just beat the shit out of me, and him literally being like, yeah, I did, because you're a dickhead. Like, even... So it's it's very clear that something is going on there because he wouldn't ex- he wouldn't have admitted to that, whether he was under substance abuse or not, because a lot of people say he, was, he looks like he is in that video. You're not going to admit to that if that's never happened. So, because there's ways you can word things in an argument that can make someone seem like they're going, that they've done something and they haven't. That one, she literally said it out clear and he he agreed to it. So we know you did it, right? So there's no, so there's no doubt. In it. And even in a sense of what you said, you said that sometimes the police ask you a lot of questions. I think social media do the same thing. Usually on social media, I'm used to seeing a lot of people being like, ah, she's a liar, she's a liar. Where's the evidence? Where's the proof? My This girl came with facts, proof and a lot of hard evidence in the sense that there was something going on for us to see. Obviously, when you're seeing pictures of bruising and whatnot, no one is there to see that. So you, we're all just going, but because she backed it up with the fact that, um, with that comment of him saying, yeah, I did beat the shit out of you. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, well, probably those bruises and stuff that's on her, those pictures are in, rela- in relation to that. I agree. And I can believe it. Yeah. I can believe it a lot, a lot. So I think social media and, and you know, like she's now raised awareness and a lot of girls who are going through, um, who are maybe going through this can can see how they can deal with it. She's explained that she's have um, she's having counselling and therapy, um, and that she's had to move countries and how and how traumatic it is. And you know, yeah, it is very triggering for some people. So social media can be um, in that sense, it's quite difficult for people to deal with. But I do think raising awareness is is absolutely amazing. And she's she's it, with in regards to him, it makes it makes sense because someone like that with that status and having fans and whatnot, having female fans. People should know. People should know who the person is behind the music. I do agree yeah. in that sense, absolutely. So for me, I'm. I don't think I'm on the fence. I actually do think that social media in this situation, um, in her specific um, situation, I think it, it was good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I absolutely have no um, qualms about her going online. I used to think that like it was messy and that you know it was just it can just turn into a campaign of hate, which is what only a small amount of people do I think the long and short of it is I've seen like sideman um talk about this before he was like there's the court of the law and there's the court of public opinion and sometimes public opinion does a lot more than what the court of law is meant to do we as the people have the most power and I think when we uplift our voices and come together we can do great and amazing things and she's done that by exposing this monster for what he is um yeah, ultimately, people, stars, artists in particular, they do fall into being role models and um, ambassadors for brands, say, when they necessarily shouldn't. And I think by her interjecting and sharing this right before he, his album drops, some people might say it's manipulative, calculative. I think it's a, it's a damn smart move. Don't give this man any more money because he doesn't deserve it. He's a monster. He doesn't seem the smallest amount sympathetic empathetic regretful of his actions so no I don't think he deserves success I'm glad his label have dropped him I'm glad everybody knows and I just pray that this encourages more people to also speak out or even if it's not publicly um speak out and seek help from those closest to them because it does affect a lot more people than um 
some may realise. And I think anybody that has a counter argument of, but what if it's not true? Those second, those cases are, we have to accept that those cases are small, are smaller than the ones that are true. Those, those instances are smaller and God will deal with those that um, lie on other people. But she very much had hard evidence, facts, yeah, there's no question of uh, yeah whether she shouldn't have done it or not. I stand with her. So, uh, <laughs> do I have to sing this again? Recommendation of the week. <laughs> Start in China, please. Come through, Montana. What you got for uh, us? My recommendation of the week is from uh, Netflix again. A film called The Queen's Gambit. Yes, The Queen's Gambit. A film? Series series yes um and it's about this young orphan who basically gets into chess and that's what i'm gonna say right it don't sound interesting but you just have to watch it i'm telling you because i can't make it sound any more interesting without telling you everything that goes on um as a member of the wilt screen chess club i stand firmly with her i was very enthusiastic about this i didn't have a clue what was going on but uh, I would recommend watch it. Like, even though I didn't know what was going on, like, I, I was very like engaged. So, watch that. Lovely. Can we take it to London? Let's bring it to London, Londres. Right. So, if you look follow our Instagram, um, this week I made a pizza, um, like a homemade pizza. But um, I feel like lockdown inspires people to like try new things. And I was just gonna come on here and say to um to try to my recommendation of the week is to to try meals and dishes that you haven't cooked before but I'm going to give you someone to actually go to for this her Instagram is called Miss Joyce K and um also she was on Twitter she someone had um stolen her car she had bought a car mm. and someone stole it so it's that it's that if you remember who if you remember that person it's this lady she's a chef celebrity chef and private chef and I remember in lockdown, every day she was posting stuff, but she was posting meals that you get at restaurants. So it would be like um, stuff that you get from like Hakkasan or stuff that you'd get from, what's that Italian one that everyone, Vapiano's, things like that. And um, she's just amazing. Like the food looks amazing. So I would say recommendation is to follow her or at least go on her page. And in her, you know, your story highlight, she has all of her recipes there. I'm looking here like she made filet of fish. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Honestly, guys, like go onto her page and you'll get a lot of inspiration for cooking. And she's um young black girl, um black woman, I should say. And she is a Londoner. A British support our people, you know what I'm saying? And my recommendation of the week, um, it's an artist again. I saw she was on WizKid's album and I was like, oh, yes. The artist is called Thames. She's a Nigerian artist and I love her. I don't even know. I think I was downloading some music like, honestly, I think a month ago or some maybe a little bit longer, a month ago, let's say. And I stumbled across her and the songs I really, really liked from her own album, which is called For Broken Ears, were Free Mind and Higher. I think she's lovely. I think she's lovely. She's bloody lovely. So I'd really like it if everybody got into her. Um, yeah. She's amazing. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Woo-hoo. We are done. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Small joys. All them things there. It's been me, Alia. Me, Montana. And me, Dina. Bye. Peace.